don't know. Because, see, as a little kid, church was fun, but it wasn't that much fun. At some point, I wanted to go outside and buy some candy. And then the eyes just seemed like they would freak me out. But you know, the Bible says, when you're a kid, you think like a kid. But at some point, you grow up, and you become an adult. And wisdom speaks to you. And there was a pastor one time, I heard this sermon. And he said that the eyes represent unlimited perspective. Every single time those creatures go around the throne, they see something new about God. It's a new revelation they haven't seen before about his love, his mercy, his grace, something. And no matter which way they turn, they see him. If they turn their back to God, they still see him because they have eyes. If they're to the side of him, they see him because the eyes are all over their body. It doesn't matter. See, if, if, if I'm looking at you this way, I see you. But if I turn my back, I can't see you anymore. But no matter which way they turn, they can see him. And every time they get a new revelation about him, all of heaven rejoices at the new revelation. And the elders throw their crowns down. It's a new revelation. And he is infinite. Infinite. So there's no shortage of new revelations that they're seeing. And then when you realize that, it becomes the most exciting place in the house, in the universe, to be able to see a new revelation about God every single second of eternity. I mean, where else would you rather be? That's the atmosphere of the third heaven. And when, when John saw it, he said, every tribe and every tongue, they, in other words, they weren't all up there speaking Hebrew or Afrikaans, which first some people call the heavenly language. <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> or English, right? The universal language. It's in every airport. <laughs> no, they aren't speaking any one language. He said he heard every tribe and every tongue. So whatever your native language is, no matter how small your country or tribe, you're going to hear it in heaven. Every means every tribe and every tongue heard and represented in heaven. And they're all praising God. That's the thing we miss. You know, coming in here, I was told that this church over here put this building here so that people who didn't look like people there could worship here. That just grieves my heart. That just grieves my heart. That will not exist in heaven. Every tribe and every tongue worshiping him in the throne room. There'll be no more of that. I look forward to that day. I believe, you know, I was telling my friend Gary, I believe that 
good people of good heart, good Christians. There'll come a day when we won't think that way. When I look at this couple here, I see my Christian brother and sister. I'm sure they look at me the same way. And when I look at you guys, you're my Christian brothers and sisters. I, I, don't, I don't see anything else. I see you all as beautiful. Gary's my brother. Gary's one of my best friends. I know his heart. He loves each and every one of you. He wants God to bless each and every one of you. That's how it should be. I'll get off that. <laughs> Changing atmospheres. How many of you have walked into a room and the moment you walked into a room, you felt the atmosphere of the room? You couldn't tell what it was. You weren't sure where it came from. But you walked into the room and for some reason, you felt joy, weird, fear, accept it, or whatever. But you felt an atmosphere as soon as you walked into the room. There was something about the room that gave it a certain characteristic. As soon as you walked in, without you knowing why. Raise your hands if you've ever experienced that. Now, some people don't experience that. Some people don't have that sensibility. They don't have that, they aren't, they don't have that gift. They aren't sensitive to that. And that's okay. Most people have some sense of it. Most people have that, that sense. Especially if you're a believer, you get that thing, right? And I want to say this. It is a God-given gift, okay? It is your spirit making you spiritually sensitive to the room. Now, here's the thing. As a believer, are you going to fall, pray, to whatever atmosphere is in the room, or are you going to be an atmosphere changer? In other words, here's the point. When I walk into the room, you've heard that song? When you walk into the room. Well, here's the point. When I walk into the room, he's with me. Look, the moment I step into the room, I bring the God of the universe in the room with me. He's in me. So the moment I step into the room, the spiritual king of the universe walks in the room with me. If I have 100 demon-possessed people in the room with me, I am in the majority. Now, we don't look at it that way. We step into the room and we go, whoa, I'm outnumbered by 100 demoniacs. I'm in trouble. No, they're in trouble. Because you have just stepped into the room with the God of the universe living within you. And inside of them, there is fear spiritually. But it doesn't manifest that way, does it? They all look at you and go, ooh. And then you can react one of two ways. You can either say, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. Or you can go, oh, we got to fight. This is exciting. Come on, God. We're up for this. The choice is ours. We have a choice. 
Because he's not a taskmaster. He is a loving father. So he gives us the choice to either stand up and be atmosphere changers or run from the room. It's our choice. We can say, hey, I want no part of this. And he doesn't make you stand there. He gives you the choice of leaving the room or being an atmosphere changer in that moment. Of being someone who is going to flip the atmosphere for God. You can be like the guys who came and gave the good report. Hey, we can whip these Philistines. Joshua and Caleb. A young buck and an old man. Or you can be like the other guys. Who say, hey, they're giants over there. They're going to kick our butt. Let's go back in the desert. You have a choice. As worship leaders and musicians, people who have a song in your heart, you have a unique opportunity. You have an opportunity to change an atmosphere in a room with your song, with your instrument, with your praise, with your worship. As someone who maybe is working um, in an atmosphere, you have the opportunity to do it by making melodies in your heart or what you play on your radio or, or, what you, or what you say out of your mouth to change the atmosphere of an entire room, an entire building, an entire city, an entire nation. We have a unique opportunity to change the atmosphere. When you walk into the room, everything changes. Is it true? Do you believe it? Amen. Do you believe when God walks into the room, everything changes? Amen. Well, when does he walk into the room? He walks into the room when you walk into the room.